Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'll press the name, actually. Hello. <laughs> no, you start with, I miss you, man. I thought you were being pumpkin. Aren't you doing pumpkin? Huh? That's why I'm saying I miss you, man. I miss you, man. You're off the rails, aren't I you? I thought you were waiting for me to say it. I thought I was waiting for you to say it. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Nah, good on ya. It's another episode <laughs> of the I Miss You Man podcast. With my friend Lonnie. I'm Dylan too, by the way. Lonnie, how the heck are you, mate? Look, man, this this movie's I think it's it's thrown us for a tailspin, hasn't it? Already. <laughs> yeah, listen here. It has. It's a weird one today. Mm. Talking about something in our long running series, The Christina Chronicles, where we go through the filmography of one Christina Ricci. Don't we mm-hmm. Lonnie? We sure do. It's as I said, there's been some some dramatic highs, some dramatic lows. I don't know where Pumpkin's gonna end up. Maybe it's its own sort of sphere. It's got its own gravitational pull. Well, it it defies definition as uh as we'll get into with uh, Roger, doesn't it? Roger, the 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 third ghost partner of this podcast, of this this series. We don't always agree, and I'm not sure we agree this time. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. He's a loose cannon, let me say that. <laughs> he really is. When we zig, he zags often. That's okay. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> it makes, it makes for a more, uh, you know, variety-filled podcast, you know? Exactly right. Pumpkin. <sighs> Pumpkin. Pumpkin. What um, is there to say? What is there to say? Well, I guess the plot would be a place to start. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So... It's the college years for Christina. She's been in college for Prozac Nation, and now she's in college for Pumpkin. Um, now she's a senior, so that's something cool. Wow. And she's in a sorority, which is also very interesting. We don't have those to the same degree in Australia. Um, weird places, aren't they, from, from the movies? Yeah, sororities and frats. They're, they're, yeah, very, very weird situation. I don't know if I would have gravitated towards them if I went to college, to be honest. No, it's a certain type of person. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyway, so she's in a senior year of college. She's helping on the sorority. Um, when they're on the sorority, they're, like, they're competing with other sororities to get the most, you know, kudos and whatever. Soror- sorority of the year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some, some sort of competition. And as part of that, they've organized a charity um, event and action activity. And their their charity event is uh, looking after or, or helping coach a, a series of disabled athletes, or a, a athletes for a upcoming um, Special Olympics style event. Um, a few questions on this to begin with. 
Okay, go on. Yeah. Are, are these girls athletes themselves? It doesn't seem like it. And hey, hey, you listen to me. <laughs> I saw him, I saw him doing the hula at one point. That was the scene with them doing the hula. I think that was meant to show their athletic prowess. Surely they, they did. They did a bit of that. Um, it, the impression I got though was that they just assumed. And they meaning the filmmakers, but also the characters when the still maybe perhaps more accurately. They just assume because they don't have disabilities that they are able to coach these disabled athletes in a sport just because. She's mm. she's trying to teach Pumpkin, who we'll get to, how to be a discus thrower. She doesn't help at all. She's got no guidance. She's not a discus thrower herself. Why is why is Christina think she has the right to do this? Look, it's an odd one. Um. <laughs> anyway, so she's paired with they're all they're all given an athlete to to work with. Mm. They're given they're waiting for the athletes to arrive on the bus, and they're given like a little rundown sheet of them. They've given they're given ten seconds to look at these sheets, aren't they? Learn everything about your athlete already, <laughs> yeah. and go. <laughs> You just need to pick them out. That's the main thing. But you don't care about who they are as a person, what their likes, their dislikes, how they interact with you. No. No, not their specific um, disability, which you would need to take into account when you're going to coach them in a sport. You would you would think so, but, yeah. you know. Anyway, she's paired with Pumpkin. From the get-go, Pumpkin falls in love with her. And it's not immediate on her end, but there's, there's an... Uh, in fact, she yells at him, I believe, from memory. Um, well, she screams in fear at him, yeah. Yeah. No good. But she can't get him out of his, out of her head, and they start a friendship, which sort of confounds and annoys everyone around them. Um, everyone. Every single Literally person. Literally everyone. They can't handle it. They have, they have no allies in this film, Lonnie. It's no. them against the world. Literally. Very much so. So... That's like a concept for a film. It's an interesting enough concept. The film itself, though, is very weird. It's very, like, dark. I think it's it's comical. I think we're supposed to... It's, it's a satire of these people and these events, right? But almost not as well. Yeah, apparently it's satire, is is what I've been reading. Um, <laughs> okay. it, I, I think it definitely... I think it definitely needed to lean into it more, because... Yeah. I did not get that feeling until probably our both of our favourite scene of the movie, which we'll discuss later. Because that was that was quite satirical. I, I hope say. it's the same scene. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. Does one. it involve a car? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll um, get to it. We'll get to there, it. There is some good satire in the sororities, and our boy Roger. Uh, picked up on this and wrote about in his review where like they're supposed to be out there you know, caring for the community but they're sort of cynically doing it they have a an asian member of their sort of council for the sorority and they always call just for her points yeah and they call her ann chung and they like always that they always give her told her full name just to like rub in the fact <laughs> that she's got a, a foreign last name um, and at uh, at the start, they're trying to secure like a, a Filipino girl, and, and yeah, and getting that. points for that. No good. Yeah, so I think that stuff was kind of kind of clever, and you can kind of see what they're going for. But when it when it goes to the um, attraction between a disabled person and a non-disabled person, and and I guess 
you know, someone in college who's a bit older and someone who's a, like he's high school athlete, I think. There's that, you know, it's a bit of a taboo going on. It loses a lot, I think. It loses that focus, which I think was quite strong in the sorority elements. Well, here's my thing. I think partially, I don't want to speak ill of her, I think partially the problem is Christina. And it's not her fault. If anything, it's because she's too good of an actor mm-hmm. that her trying to play satire just doesn't come across as that. It just comes across as a genuine natural performance. Yeah. She you know she, I mean? she's, she plays it too straight. Yeah. She does. She definitely yeah. does. Yeah. And and so that scene where she's talking to him for the first time and it's potentially that first time that character's ever spoken to somebody with disability and she loses this shit and screams at him. Yet she's doing that in a very naturalistic way when yeah, it could have been done comedically if that is the point of that being a satirical jab at that person. Is that what you're getting at? I think I'm on the same page. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um Yeah. And so, as I said, so she she meets him and she screams at him and then goes off. And she's like, you know, sleeping with her boyfriend and stuff, but she can't stop thinking about Pumpkin. I got this impression, it's like, you met him for like a training session. Why are you so obsessed with him, Christina? <laughs> and and him to her, he was in love with her from the get-go, from, from the moment oh, they lost sight. eyes. Yeah, love at first sight. 100%. And there's a bit, I've got a quote here where I think, He's talking to her a little bit later on, and he's like, "You're beautiful inside as well as outside, Christina." Carol, I think again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just I, my my impression was, "How do you know? You just met her once, and since then you've had the very brief, shallow conversations." No, the soul knows, Lonnie. When a soul, soul touches knows. another soul, and and, and maybe maybe that is. His character, you know, not being around women a lot, and it's the first crush he's had. So I, I kind of get that. But I think, you know, have you seen Knives Out? No, not yet. No, okay. No. There's a, there's a little metaphor in that, a little joke metaphor. They talk about the donut hole, that being there's the mystery at the center of the of the mystery sort of thing, and that's what I think in this thing. There's a donut hole missing of their relationship being the center of this film they just didn't fill out quite enough like i never really thought that they had an enduring friendship friendship slash relationship slash love and i think if that had been core and we could really feel these characters loved each other the rest of the film would have made a bit more sense because i think everything else is sort of based on that but that wasn't done you know what i mean i'm sorry did you sleep through the friendship montage that relationship building montage how dare you? I mean, but they're rolling in the grass together, looking at clouds, <laughs> throwing throwing discuses. Absolutely, there. It was it was nice. I can't get enough for an afternoon. <laughs> I don't know it just didn't quite feel. Um, I mean, what else do we say? Okay, I've got some other things here. <laughs> okay, how about her friend Janine? How'd you like her? Do you remember her? Yes, I've got here. Janine, you haven't been using my hairbrush. Yeah, you shouldn't be using each other's <laughs> hairbrushes. Why is that a thing? 
I don't know. We're not girls. They might have an unspoken thing with hairbrushes. I don't know. Maybe. You certainly don't have I mean, <laughs> That was mean. Sorry. Well, mate. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's all good. I'm bald. You know. <laughs> Happens to a lot. Well, a lot of men, when they get older, I'm, I'm, I'm fine about it. It's, it's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> I haven't, haven't touched any buttons there, by the looks of it. Um, move on, move on. Okay, moving on. Yeah, Janine was a weirdo. She she was worse than Christina oh. in most of the movie. Vehement hatred of special people. Yes. Absolutely. Until the last scene with her in it when she just isn't anymore. Hmm. No, very Odd weird. One. Odd one, Janine. Yeah. I. The thing that Roger gives his props for in his review, which he gave three and a half stars out of four, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> which is madness. Ma- absolute yeah, madness. I think he, he likes it. It's swinging for the fences and, and doing something a bit different, not being caring about you know, political correctness and whatnot. And I think there, there's to a certain point, yeah, you give maybe props for trying, which he does. I think he ends it by saying, just give me one second. Um, pumpkin may make you mad, but at least you're not angry because it wasn't trying. I mean, I get that, but at a certain point, the the result has to be good as well as the attempt, right? Nah, what matters is you tried. Participation award, <laughs> Lonnie. Come on, and, and not to mention the fact that you know I mentioned this on some of this podcast, my other podcast too, about direction, right? Someone at uni explained it to me like this in film school. Uh, directing is a series of consistent choices. I think there are some consistent choices in this film, but I think overall it's just a bit off, isn't it? Tonally and structurally, yeah. and as I said, there's that bit in the middle which of the story, of the, the core content is them being together. I never really bought, so yeah. Bit off. Yeah, it's more focused on, on the world keeping them apart than them actually being together. Like, I think three quarters of the film yeah. is just them being kept apart. Like Romeo and Juliet on a modern day. Yeah, yeah. So we should talk about Pumpkin himself. Um, so he's a, a wheelchair user, but he, he can walk to a certain degree. Mm. And he starts off not being very adept at discus but he trains hard he gets there at the end he does awesome he does um, we, we don't the film doesn't really go into what his um, particular disability is but it it, it does seem like there is a, a mental impairment as well as physical impairment and how do you think that plays into just christina who, who seemingly has no um, disabilities at all like the mum says that she's a pedophile and is preying on the son. <laughs> the film doesn't really go into that side of it, does it? But do you think there's an element like what what's going on there from her perspective? She loves him. I think that's pure in her mind. But is there a level of of prey going on here? Interesting. Well, I don't know. I just thought it was uh, you know, true love wanting. If a film mm. tells me it's true love, I'll take it as true love. Yeah. I'm not going to read between the lines for fucking Pumpkin 2002, okay. Lonnie. It's okay. I'm going to take it at face value. Do, do, do you think the idea is that like she change, he changes her viewpoint on people with disabilities? Well, in the world in general, yes. Yeah, yeah. true. Do you think, is he supposed to be like 
particularly special? Was she just supposed to be a regular person who she just encounters someone with a disability and realizes, oh, they're just regular dudes, and that changes her? Or was he you know, had that magical quality that that makes him change people's lives? No, I, th- I think he's just yeah, um, regular dude. I, I think so. I mm. think so. It's, um, yeah. And to be honest, I know, you know, it's a product of its time, but they couldn't have gotten an actual, like, mentally handicapped person to play him, you yeah. know? No, it's a fair point. No. No, I'm, I think that that's the way we're going with, with casting in films these days, which I think is great. Yeah, as you should. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'll tell you what I did like, though. Yeah. Well, the poetry teacher was cool. It's a nice <laughs> subversion. It was pretty cool. He did not care about being a teacher, did he, at all? No, you'd usually expect, like, a really sensitive, like, overly dramatic teacher. But he's yeah. just, he's no-nonsense, blunt. I think at one point he's like, I don't believe a fucking word of this poem you wrote, Christina or Carolyn. Yeah. I know. Um, it's funny that first scene where he's talking about, you know, this is not a poetry class. And Christina puts her hand up and is like, yeah, it is. <laughs> so I'll just tell you, dude, but you do the class. And then he says something like, oh, you'll get your stupid credit. but <laughs> and, and later on, yeah, he just throws her out of his office. It's not, not yeah, he's it. not having any of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, good um, on him, I reckon. Yeah, no, that's interesting. That was, again, the college stuff is quite quite clever and satirical in that minute. Because you think you're going to end up with a dead poet society teacher, but you don't. You get someone who's the worst, opposite of that. But, you know, in, in fact, at least a, a similar outcome. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Did you, did you feel um, like they had like yeah. a... Sorry, they had like a... A ball at the end, which kind of felt like a, um, you know, the queen bee being the queen and king of the prom sort of thing. I wasn't yeah, sure that was yeah. particularly college related. It kind of felt like more of a high school thing that they've transposed into the college environment. <laughs> but they need her back because they realise that she can help them win the the sorority of the year, which is very important to these people. Not but very important to me though. She's kicked out of uni. At that point, and they bring it back. I'm like, first of all, why was she, why was she kicked out of uni? She didn't do anything wrong, did she? Like against university policy. Uh, I get maybe statutory rape, possibly. I'm not sure how old Pumpkin is, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe she's kicked out of sorority is different to being kicked out of uni, but she and she was like, had to leave the uni altogether, sort of thing. But yeah, just to get away from it all. I think she goes to community college, I believe. Yeah, meet some other people. It's in, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Um. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, get to the scene. To the scene, also lead up to the scene. <laughs> so, basically, Kent, who's her boyfriend, a tennis-playing boyfriend, yep. he gets into a fight with Pumpkin at this uh, this prom ball college thing. Whatever it is. It's a lose lose uh, fight, isn't kicked. it? For him. No, he gets flogged. Oh, yeah. Going course, into it. 100%. If he wins, he's beaten up a disabled kid. If he loses, he's been bested by a disabled kid and surely can't ever recover from that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no good. So basically, we have this scene. It's like intercut. It's a very dramatic scene. Intercut yeah. with, you know, Pumpkin. And Christina just dancing slowly, loving each other's company, intercut with Kent just crying in sadness and rage and embarrassment while he's driving his car. And oh my goodness, it just climaxes with him screaming out into the night and driving off a fucking cliff while his car explodes in midair. And then the next scene, he's in hospital, no burn scars, he's fine. <laughs> He just can't walk anymore. Absolutely brilliant. I loved every second of it. I howled in laughter. And that had to have been the intention, right? To make you laugh. Has to have. It was in dramatic slow-mo and everything yeah. as it was mid-explosion and dropping yeah. off a cliff. I, I, I don't think that was Tommy Wiseau finding a laugh where there was no laugh. I think that was... That's the satire no. is that the movie, the car always goes into flames in that sort of situation, right? That, that was the joke there. And the fact he's not scarred at all yeah. in hospital the next day. And he's not dead, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. As I said, that's the only part that felt satirical. Like, it played it for the over-dramatic part that it is. Um, And it was great. More of that, please. Why didn't you do that? Yeah, and then so he becomes disabled, but then he starts coaching the the, the team for the... Special Olympics events at the end, and they come to an you know understanding. That's kind of cool. That's well, it took a while to get to that in, that sort of thing, but once they got there, I was like, oh, I can kind of see it making some sense, but also not really. <laughs> he walking a mile in pumpkins. Well, walking the rest of his life in pumpkin shoes. I assume unless mm. physical therapy can help him. But sure. yeah, you know who else was in this morning? Who's that? Melissa McCarthy, wasn't she? Yeah, I, I didn't pick her at first, but the voice, I was like, that, that's got to be. And then, yeah, it was. <laughs> How did she not pick Melissa McCarthy? It's like one of the most recognisable actors in the world. No, like at the, at the, in the first instance. Um, and then, and also, the, the, the copy we watched wasn't particularly great on YouTube, let's face it. Oh. We watched worse. Compared to, uh, compared to next week's, uh, Miranda, that, that was HD for me. We'll get into it. I was fine with it, but whatever. Um, well, okay. Well, I'm turning into Johnny Moore, aren't I? <laughs> um, so there's a bit at the, towards the end during the Special Olympics where they notice that Christina walks into the sporting event or leaves or whatever. Um, well, she walks in that bit. There's a bit earlier where she'd gone to watch Kent play tennis before his um, accident, 
and she notices he's, he's she's he's finally on top after he always loses, and she notices he he notices she leaves, and he starts losing from then on. Right? It's like is she that obvious that everyone can see her in the crowd and they're always watching her? Yeah, clearly, it has to be. clearly, I guess she's clear. Clearly, it's his good luck charm, Lonnie. He cannot do it without her. Yeah. This is funny. I guess that's no, a mirroring, mirroring scene. It's interesting. Um, sure. The, the the final shot, Dylan. So the, they come back together. You know, they've beaten society's um, attempts to keep them apart, and they're finally, you know what, we're going to make a go of it. They're walking off into the sunset, but Christina pants, looks at the camera. What does she mean by that? I was going to ask you because I didn't understand that. Do you know what it means? Did Roger? Roger didn't. Oh, no. And you, and you don't? It's weird. It's very weird. Well, Wikipedia tells us in the plot summary, as Carolyn and Pumpkin walk off together, she asks him what name she should call him, and he replies that Pumpkin will be fine. She then asked what he meant when he asked her earlier on the film about the moon, wondering if the question was literal or metaphorical, to which he replies, what? Carolyn glances back an ambiguous expression before continuing ahead. Ambiguous. Sure was ambiguous. Sure was. It's ambiguous for sure. So, yeah, it's, it's the classic, we've done it, but now we're here, what do we do? Live your lives. It's a graduate ending, isn't it, kind of? graduate, eh? yeah. Sure there is. you go. All right. <laughs> um, I've got a review here. Shall we, shall we talk about it? Is it Rog or is it someone else? Well, that, that was right. As I said, we'll talk about Rog quickly. He is he's into it, definitely. He said he it loved it. Defies description. Maybe it doesn't need a category. It needs a diagnosis. <laughs> he's a good writer, let's face it. Sure. Was a good writer. Yeah. Well, he is. He's writing remains. It's written. Um, he said, it's like a teenage sex comedy crossed with the darkest corners of underground comics. You laugh in three ways, with humour, with recognition, and with disbelief. I don't know if I laughed that much, but I can see where he's coming from. No. Yeah. I only laughed at the car scene. I don't think anything else on it was funny, Yeah, to be honest. Comedy should make you laugh. That's... Face it for the most part. Yeah, yeah, I know it's subjective, but yeah. like, not not even a second chuckle throughout mm. that whole movie. Come on. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he he mentions that the mocking special effects and stunt explosions, everything in the movie mocks itself. Even the last shot calls Carolyn's final sincerity into question. Yeah, that's what Rod reckons. Okay, sure. But he also Bad said. He also said. But I can say this, Pumpkin is alive and takes chances and uses the wicked blade of satire in order to show up the, the complacent political correctness of other movies in the campus genre. I don't think there was a wicked blade of satire going on here much, but good on him for thinking that. <laughs> sure. I'm sure he believed it. <laughs> um, so I've got another review here from The Independent Critic. Um, there's a guy called Richard uh, Probes. Now, it's interesting, this review, it's A+, plus, four stars. Um, oh my goodness. But Richard is a, a wheelchair user himself, so that's an interesting perspective. 
on this film. Right. Um, he said it's a pitch perfect dark comedy. In fact, it's so dark that there'll be some, be those who wouldn't re- remotely consider it comedy. That's us. There are strong tragic moments, blunt offensive moral lessons, and a near complete absence of political correctness. Thoughts? No? I mean, I, I just don't think it was funny. I, I like dark comedy. I'm a big mm. fan. I can get amongst that any day of the week. I just didn't think it was funny. Interesting. Well, I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, Mr. Independent Reviewer. No, well, I mean, he got a different perspective. He, um, yeah, he said, Adam Larson Broder co-directed and wrote the script and I give him major kudos for not holding back. I've never been one to seek sympathy for growing up with disability. I never really complained about the stares and the laughs and the comments that I face on a daily basis. Pumpkin is so perfectly spot on in showing what it is like on so many levels, on many levels, to grow up with a serious disability that I found myself laughing and crying and just completely shocked that someone had the balls to show this stuff on film. He said it's one of his absolute favourites. He says it's a film I consider perfect in its imperfection. So there you go. You know what? Good on him. The way he ends the review is, is, is terrific. He says, If I could stand... Pumpkin would get a standing ovation. <laughs> See, that's darkly funny. That's yeah. that's funny. That's funny. It's funny than the film. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Nah, good on him. He, he likes what he likes. We all do. Yeah. Some of us have questionable tastes, but you mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day, just enjoy what you enjoy. Mm. So there we go. I think I've got here in my notes, I think is a question that's kind of you shouldn't have about a film, right? What's the tone here? Is it serious and sanctimonious, or is it a comedy satire? Like, you should kind of know, you know? You would hope so. You should have an inkling by the end, which I did not. And neither did you, apparently. Yeah. We did it. (laughs) That's that's Pumpkin. Where do we rate it, though? Like, can it really be on... It's got to be on the scale somewhere. Lower end? Yeah? Yeah, lower end. Just, just on the middle, lower end. It goes on for fucking ever. It really does. Yeah. Like I, I thought, I thought we were wrapping up. We were halfway through when I was thinking that. Yeah, it's rough, isn't it? I couldn't believe it. It was madness. Yeah, and like one thing's good. We watched like, it on YouTube for like, so it was kind of an easy find. But when you're checking the clock every ten minutes, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. No good. No good. <laughs> no good on them. Well, we've done that. We've done Pumpkin. There's one I was kind of looking forward to, just based on the premise. I thought it was going to be funny and hysterical. To a degree, it was. (laughs) Um, Miranda's coming up next. Um, Another sort of comedy, I guess. Um, We've, spoiler alert, we've seen it already. But uh, we'll we'll save, save it for the pod next week. Save it for the pod. Interesting stories for that one. We both definitely watched. Oh yeah. Hmm. We certainly tried. We <laughs> certainly tried. Um. Oh yeah. Just a little little fun fact. Amy Adams was in this film. I did not pick her. Hey. I fucking said that to you. I said, "Is that Amy Adams as a background extra?" Do you not remember that? I know. I remember you said it. But I don't remember seeing her. I'll, she must have been one of them. But yeah. Oh, she was, she was in the like the the sorority they were trying to beat. She was just jumping around at the door once. 
I'm like, it's not fucking Amy Adams. That's funny. It's so funny, isn't it? So strange that like Christina Ricci's a star here, but since this film came out, one of the extras has overtaken her in, in you know, total. Yeah. No, she got Oscar nominations. You know, she's yeah. on the forefront. Well, she's bad last lane though. No, well, she's not doing bloody here of Color City, is she? So, how fucking dare you? You bite your tongue right now. We've all done a hero of Colour City in our days. We all needed a paycheck. One for the kids. Like, don't nah. you dare judge. Okay. All right. Okay. And especially don't judge till we've seen it. Okay. It could be the best. That could, that could be the animated world's ice storm. We don't know. <laughs> I'd be surprised if it was, but pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I'll take that. All right, we're getting a bit bit rowdy here. We should probably wrap up. <laughs> but you can find us on the socials, can't you, Lonnie? You sure can. Twitter. If Facebook. Twitter still exists by the time this pod goes out. Oh. Mr. Mask. Hello. <laughs> no, he's all right. Is that the same point? We could tweet him now and just he might come back to us. We'll be like, hey, mate, we love you, dude. Can you give us a plug? You, everything you're doing with Twitter is the correct decision at all times. Well, apparently it's, like, fucking super easy to get verified now. We can just ask for that blue tick now, I reckon. Eight bucks a month. Easy. Mm. Is it worth it? Two bucks a week. That's a coffee. Yeah, go on. That's okay. We'll, we'll discuss. We'll have a business meeting. We're also on, on the Metaverse, Insta and Facey. Oh, God. We are. So it's cool. These fucking billionaires, they're just being dickheads, aren't they, at the moment? Well, we might have, we'd have to scrub the bloody Eat the Rich episode before we <laughs> get in touch with people. <laughs> you're, you're right, you're right. I don't know how the Zuck hasn't caught on to us yet. <laughs> um, we might already be banned from the metaverse once we try to log in one day. Yeah, that might be We might be already banned. <laughs> no, good on him, actually. Um, <laughs> I want to thank Mark for our theme song, Another Billionaire We Love. Mm. Mark um, the man, absolutely. Billionaire in the in the making. Um, yeah. Until next time, Dylan. I miss you, man. Well, I miss you, Christina. Dude, she was good in this film, by the way. She's all right, wasn't she? It, it too sincere. We talked about it a bit. Yeah. Too sincere. Didn't play satire enough. You know the gist. She's a natural actor. Yeah. Everything she's in, she's great. It's hard to say she's bad. Ever. I miss you, Christina. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.